Hey, welcome to Claim the Stage, a podcast for women who want to discover, awaken, and create their voice through the art of public speaking. I'm Angela Lucier. I'm your host. I'm also an author, speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. Welcome to episode 120, also known as my three-year anniversary of podcasting. This is pretty surreal. Um, It goes by really fast. It it was When I saw that this was coming up on the calendar, I thought, is it possible this has been going on for three years? (laughs) And so I decided to leave this episode open with the intention of just, I don't know, just like letting myself use the episode for whatever made sense. And I thought maybe I'll interview someone who I admire, or maybe I will reflect on past episodes. I'm not really sure. So months ago, I just like left an open box there for it. And what that open box did, (laughs) instead of creating this excitement and question mark and you know, place for exploration, it created a ton of anxiety (laughs) and it made me kind of wish that I had just filled this in with something else and spent 30 seconds at the beginning of the episode saying, this is my three year anniversary episode and maybe having some sort of firework sound effect or something in the background. But here we are. (laughs) (laughs) and I'm recording it. And the reason this episode has given me so much anxiety is because I have been in this space, very different space for the last six months or so, where I feel like I have nothing to say. I feel like I really just want to listen and observe and go inside and be quiet and just be, be a fly on the wall. And I would guess that this is largely (laughs) attributed to being pregnant (laughs) and just kind of being in a totally different mental, emotional, physical space than ever before. And it's giving me, I don't know, it's, it's really, it's affected me a lot. Like I never planned on having kids. And in fact, I was always the person who said like, oh, that that's not for me. I, and I knew that from when I was 14 <laughs> and I was babysitting my friend's younger siblings with her just over the course of an afternoon, being 14 years old, spending two hours with her three younger siblings and saying to myself, I will never have kids. <laughs> and then for years following, just kind of continued on that track, feeling like that's not the path for me. I want to focus on creating things in the world. And I just felt like I had this totally different calling. And so when I found out I was pregnant in October of last year, I was like, oh, (laughs) um, so (laughs) there was a part of me that always thought that I would feel like my life was over and I was doomed if I ever found out that I was pregnant, you know, as a mistake or, you know, just, it just happened. And what was really interesting is that when I 
saw the little positive sign on the stick, I didn't feel doom at all. And I didn't feel upset or like my life was over. I felt really excited. And I was so surprised by that. And I really questioned it. I'm like, is that a real feeling? Where's that coming from? But it was a real feeling. And I was really excited. And I can't explain how that happened so quickly. I'm sure other women could probably, you know, listening could say, yeah, I know exactly what that moment is like. But it felt like elation and it felt like relief and curiosity and just like a whole new universe had opened up to me. And my boyfriend felt the same way. (laughs) We were both shocked because when we met, we were pretty clear about the fact that we didn't want to have kids. And then as soon as we saw that there was a baby already in our lives, we thought, oh, all right. (laughs) And so we took a couple weeks and we thought about it and decided that we wanted to raise this child together. And since then, I've been thinking a lot about who I am and identity and speaking up and what's important to me and creating and community and connection and all the stuff that I was already thinking about, but in a totally, totally different way. And what that has done for me is it has taken me into a a more of a place of solitude and quiet and just wanting to be alone a lot. I haven't been very social lately, and every once in a while I do crave that social interaction, but for the most part I've, I've spent a lot of time alone. And so when I saw that this episode was coming up, I thought, I'm sure I could think of something to talk about by then, and I put on my calendar to record this episode today. It's Today's June 3rd. And when I woke up this morning, I thought, I still don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I had made tons of notes over the last couple of months, just jotting down ideas and different things. And then I thought, maybe I'll just turn on the microphone and just start talking and see what comes out. And if I don't like it, I can just delete it. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and I do have a couple notes next to me, but I really just wanted to like see what happened if I didn't plan it. And one of the things that I learned about myself in putting this podcast together is I need a plan. I'm not really good at just sitting down with a guest, especially, and not having a goal for the conversation or focus. And I also think it's a disservice to the audience to show up without knowing what's going to happen because I've been on other people's podcasts where they say, oh, we just wing it. We just have a conversation. Mm And then at the end of the conversation, I feel like that was not a good use of time. Like we kind of just like bullshitted for the last like 45 minutes. I don't even know what we just talked about. And I don't know that anyone listening would find any of that interesting or like helpful in any way. And so I like to plan my episodes out and think about where are we going and what's, what's the point. And that has also helped my guests to feel more comfortable and to feel taken care of and to also feel like this is a professional operation and we're not just going to sit here for 40 minutes and see what happens like I'm doing today. (laughs) But I think today is a different, it's a different episode. It's, it's really just 
a time to talk about where I'm at. And so much has happened in the last six months that I didn't expect um, in terms of growth. And I think we all know that in times of transition, things get hard, you know, like our perspective shifts, our expectations have to shift. There's a lot more fear and anxiety and questions around what's going to happen next. Change brings up all kinds of emotions. And so I've been really struggling and focusing on how to improve and I get not, not really improve, but how to find comfort and discomfort. And I think I've done this throughout my life, but I've had to do it in a different way lately. And about two months ago, I attended a women's conference where I saw a woman named Cy Wakeman. You may have heard her podcast or seen her speak. She's an amazing professional speaker. Talk about change, specifically in organizations, but it could be applied to anything And one of the things she said during that presentation really stood out to me and I wrote it down and I've thought about it a lot since. She said, the difficulty doesn't come from change itself. It comes from the resistance to change. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, there's there's a chance I'm resisting (laughs) how much my life is about to change. And I really internalized that and I I journaled about it a lot and I thought a lot about why I might be resistant to change. And I think part of it is that I'm 38. You know, I've been an adult for 20 years. I mean, I guess that's arguably 20 years. Maybe some people might say you're not really an adult until you're like 25. But, you know, I've kind of been living on my own, doing my own thing. So to have a pregnancy at 38, it really calls into question, like, what the life that you've had for so long and how it's going to look different and how you're going to integrate these two, these these important pieces that you've created. Because now I have a business that I love, that I take a lot of time and care to work on. I also have a relationship. I have friends. I have a family. I have hobbies. I have goals. Um, And now I have a baby that's coming in two weeks. (laughs) So I just, I've been thinking a lot about change and how to, how to kind of find more comfort in all that's happening and changing. Another thing that has been really helpful during this time of change happened a couple of months ago at my prenatal yoga class. I went in for our, our weekly class and Each class was, it was really interesting and really funny to me because the class was 90 minutes long, but we spent about 40 minutes checking in and just talking and about 15 minutes meditating and 15 minutes in Shavasana. So we really only did yoga for like 10 minutes, (laughs) but it ended up being really helpful because it was an opportunity to have questions and concerns addressed and also hear other pregnant women's questions and concerns and know, oh, I'm not really alone and I'm not the only person who's thinking about this stuff and I'm not crazy. I guess most importantly, I'm not crazy. (laughs) And one day I went in and I was like in a pretty bad spot. I was starting to feel like the me I knew was totally gone already and did not know the me that existed at that class that morning. And I started by saying, I, 
I'm having such a hard time. Like things that I've taken for granted my whole life that have been really easy for me are now very difficult. Breathing is hard. Uh, Sleeping is hard. Walking is hard. (laughs) And it just, it's, it's so far from what I've known. And the yoga teacher said, yeah, things are going to be hard. They're going to be awful. (laughs) And that was her response. And I think what I was looking for from her was like a hug or maybe for her to rub my back or to say, you're going to be okay. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Everyone gets through it. But she didn't say that. And so when she said, yeah, everything's going to be hard, I just wanted to curl up on my mat and cover myself in blankets and cry for the next 12 hours because I felt so unsupported and I felt like she was not helping me. She was just creating more, more discomfort for me. But when I got home that day, I reflected on what she said and I thought, actually, that's really helpful advice. That is such an important reminder that sometimes things are just hard and that's what they are. And we can't pretend and we can't sugarcoat and we can't avoid the fact that things are hard. And when we just call it what it is, all of a sudden it doesn't feel so hard anymore. And when I noticed that I started to say everything was hard, I would say, okay, yeah, breathing is hard, but I'm not dead. And yeah, walking down the street is harder than it's ever been before, but that's okay. It's temporary. And sleeping is hard, but maybe I just, when I wake up in the middle of the night with insomnia, I just won't get so freaked out about it and just know this is part of life right now. And just kind of acknowledging and going with the fact that things are hard has made such a monumental difference to me in the way that I respond to my life right now. And earlier this year, I started going back to therapy uh, weekly to just, you know, have a place to talk about all this stuff. And last week in therapy, right before the session ended, I said to my therapist, so do you have like a mantra for this time of life or (laughs) is there anything that you can offer that I could just kind of repeat to myself? And she goes, yeah, this is temporary. Like anytime you're feeling like you're in this really difficult spot, just say, this is temporary and it will feel a lot lighter. And it's a good reminder that whatever's happening, maybe there's something to be taken from it rather than just see all the bad or the struggle or get lost in the difficulty of it. I thought that was really good feedback and just super helpful reminder. So I've been reminding myself of that, like over the weekend, (laughs) I was in the worst mood ever (laughs) and I had no energy. I was in a lot of pain. Like my, my hips really hurt and my back hurt and like my, my ligaments around my stomach. And I was super tired because I hadn't slept well all week. And I was just in a bad headspace and I was yelling at my boyfriend nonstop to go do things for me. Like, why don't you empty the dishwasher? Why don't you do anything around here? And he was like, um, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know (laughs) know what I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) And there was a part of me that felt like I should be trying to be nice to him and I should be 
more understanding because he just started a new job and he's working more than he was. But then there's a part of me that was like, no, he can do all this stuff. I'm, I'm pregnant and I'm having a baby like in the next three weeks. So he can just, he can do this. (laughs) And like, that was such a different, (laughs) that was such a different mindset for me (laughs) to just not care that I was being so demanding but it was also kind of a freeing thing of like, yeah, I'm the one that needs to be taken care of right now. And I'm the one who needs extra attention and is going to be less available and less supportive. And that's okay. And that's a very different place for me to operate from. And I think it's, it was really uncomfortable at first because it made me feel selfish and needy and less caring and less like a team player and just more like, I'm just here for me. But it felt good, too, to just say exactly what I wanted. And I think sometimes we have to remember that we might not be our best selves every day. And we we can't, like, pretend that everything is fine. So to let the people around us that we love see that side of us that needs to be cared for and just needs to be heard is actually a huge gift to ourselves and to the other person. Because it's a good reminder that, we're not going to always be showing up with all this wisdom and, you know, like just, just being the bigger person. Sometimes you're going to be cranky. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like I've just been kind of cranky lately and going through several like weekly identity crises and, um, just trying to, manage what my life is going to look like going forward and how to be a creator and also be a mother and be a visionary for my company and continue doing all the things that I really care about. And I'm sure everything will start to look different and things will, yeah, take on a new perspective, but I'm excited and curious and scared and just trying to like I don't know, do, do what feels right every day. And that's been working out pretty well. (laughs) So I guess in terms of the podcast, a couple comments I wanted to make about what I've learned from the podcast. Um, I love to write. I could sit down with my computer or a journal or notebook and write for hours and hours and hours. I've just always found it to be a really easy and gratifying way to spend my time. It's just words just sort of pour out and I don't get too caught up in what I'm saying or how I'm saying it or what it all means. I just love to put words down on paper. And that's always been something that I think I've excelled at probably partially because being shy <laughs> and and finding it difficult difficult to find the words to speak to other people and noticing that I had that a, a different kind of experience when I shared my words on paper probably is what has really honed that skill for me so starting the podcast required that I got off my computer and got off the blogging so much and instead actually engaged in a conversation and used my voice and showed up and and was present. And I found that I really, really love the position of interviewing. 
others because I've always been an observer. I've always been the one in the corner who's watching everything go on. And I think it's a, it's a comfortable position for me to be in to ask the questions and not be in the spotlight. While I've grown to, to have a comfort in the spotlight, I think I also... Um, I have to work at that a little bit more. Whereas being the person who's shining a light on someone else is way easier for me and also enjoyable. And I'm also very curious about people. So it gives me a chance to be in a comfortable space while also letting my curiosity be front and center. And that's a really fun part of the show. So I know podcasts are becoming more and more popular every day and more and more people are starting them. And they're so easy to start, too. I mean, all you need to do is get a microphone and have a computer and a program to record, and you're all set. (laughs) And then you can sign up for a distribution service, and there's your podcast. And it's such a special and, I don't know, unique way to to relate to people, too, because they can actually hear your voice versus reading your words on a page, which is you know, another way of sharing your voice, obviously, but, you know, this, with this, there's tone and there's energy and there's delivery and all those things that make a difference in the way that people hear your words. And I'm really glad that I started the podcast. I'm really glad that I just jumped into it and started going with it. And I hope that I have the opportunity to keep going with it for years and years to come and connecting with more people and just finding new ways to share stories and share advice and share in, I don't know, experiences and building a community of leaders and building a community of people who are just saying what, what's important to them and what they need. And I guess in my, my three years here, I've learned that I have something to say too. (laughs) And every so often I do have a whole episode where I just, it's just me talking and I enjoy those episodes. And today's episode, I didn't really know if there would be a point to it because like I said, I haven't really been feeling like I have a lot to say. So this was an experiment and a chance to just show up imperfectly. And there's a big part of me that's like, okay, you're just totally wasting everybody's time. You're just rambling. You have nothing going on. You're just like in nesting mode. Why are you even recording this episode? (laughs) But there's another part of me that wanted to just show up and just say like, Hey, I'm, I'm going through something at the moment here and I don't feel like myself and I don't have as much to contribute at the moment, but here's some stuff that's on my mind and here's some stuff that I've been through and here's where I'm going. So I've got this baby that's due in a couple weeks and I'm planning to take the summer off. I've recorded a five part series called the, the guest mentor summer series where I interview five women who are professional speakers, work with professional speakers, are authors and business owners. And I ask them about how they went from being unpaid and unknown to paid and building a following in their field. And we talk about all kinds of aspects of that transformation. And these conversations were, are so vulnerable and they're so informational and some of them are very hilarious. 
And what I love about the stories is that these women work really, really hard at what they do, and they're very committed to sharing their message with the world. And even though they're scared, and even though they sometimes doubt themselves, and even though some of them have been doing it for 10, 15 years, and they still wonder like why people pay them to do it, <laughs> they're doing it. And <laughs> the biggest takeaway I took from those five interviews that you're going to hear over the summer is that the secret to everyone's success is the same. And it's so simple that you might be angry <laughs> when you hear what it is. <laughs> but it's not simple at the same time. And I think we all know that. The secret to everyone's success is being themselves. Because when they truly show up with all their you know, mistakes and their human moments and their weaknesses and their hardships and all the things that they've been through in their life and they really share that, that is where they find the most success. And this is what it means to be authentic on stage. And they're all working on being better at that because the better they get at that, the better they do and the better their audience responds. So I'm excited to share that series with you this summer. And I've also decided that my online course, Speaking School for Women, is going to be 20% off all summer as well. So if you're looking for a challenge, if you're looking for an opportunity to build your own public speaking business and you want all the steps to do it, that's what Speaking School is. And it walks you through everything. And it's a course I created that I've taught five times live and it's now available online, self-paced for you to go through and, you know, at your own speed, take all the classes, you go through all the worksheets and learn what you need to get started so you can start doing what these women are doing and building an entire life around public speaking. I mean, it's pretty cool. So I didn't have much more to say today. <laughs> I didn't really even know what I was going to say. Hopefully some of this made sense, but yeah, transitions are hard and that's okay. I don't have a lot to say. I'm sort of just busy creating a person and I'm looking forward to what's next. If you want to write to me at all over the summer, I'd love to hear from you. I'll probably be, you know, be on a blanket in my backyard, like breastfeeding and staring at the clouds a lot. So I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> My email is Angela at speakersisterhood.com and you're welcome to reach out anytime. So I guess that does it for me this week. Um, this episode has been sponsored by Told Video. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. That's how off the cuff this is. <laughs> um, Told Video is original, thoughtful storytelling for your brand, and it's here to help you with your next step in marketing, a meaningful video. You can let your story out into the world and get it told at toldvideo.com. And you can follow Told Video on Instagram at Told Video for flash sales and discounts announced monthly. So <laughs> meant to mention that earlier. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. If you are feeling like you need more claim the stage over the summer. We've got 120 episodes <laughs> for you to look through. 
And uh, every two weeks or every other week, there will be another guest mentor episode from my summer series. So that does it for me this week, you guys. I hope you have a great summer. And uh, as always, stop waiting, start creating. I'll see you next time.